Hello, everyone, and welcome to PB in Style. You are in the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. On today's show, I have someone with me that I've recently met and I'm so excited to talk to, Miss Takora Hill. She is the founder of the blog Curls and Cocktails. So first of all, let's just stop and think about that name for a minute because it's too stinking cute. Um, And she is a lifestyle blogger here in the DFW area. I met her during a um, an app launch for another girlfriend of mine, and uh, she and I hit it off. And today she's going to talk to us about not only her blog, but she and I are going to do a little bit of a lifestyle conversation as it relates to like gut health and diets that are necessary to solve challenges that sometimes our body brings to us when we don't like it. So stay tuned. So excited to chat with her. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Welcome, 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 Ms. Takora. How are you today? I'm fabulous. How are you? Yes, you are fabulous. Um, tell us a little bit about Curls and Cocktails, if, for those of us who want to know. Okay, so Curls and Cocktails started about a year after my diagnosis of lupus. Uh-huh. It was kind of the brainchild of one of my best friends who gave me the push to do it to kind of help other people who had lupus and maybe some other chronic illnesses, kind of because I was handling it pretty well, and she kind of wanted me to use that as a platform to help others kind of move along and not be so distant from the world with their illnesses. Mm, so it's not just a lifestyle block in the regular sense of the word. It's more a lupus lifestyle yeah. blog where you're cataloging your your daily kind of challenges, lifestyle, how you navigate the world with lupus. Yeah. So if you go to my blog, there's two separate sections. Mm-hmm. There's the regular lifestyle section where there's like hair, beauty, entertainment. And then there's the lovely lupus side mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, this is what's going on with me. This is what I had to deal with. This is what I put my family through. This is what this ER visit was like. This is what these medicines are doing to me. So you get both kind of on curls and cocktails. Mm, yeah, that's, that's kind of, I, I wasn't as familiar with um, what it would look like to have lupus and, you know, on a daily basis. But your blog, like you said, has that aspect of it where, Um, you're kind of sharing. And that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast today, because I too have a smaller challenge that I don't think is nearly as serious as um, lupus is in a regular lifestyle, but it is an issue. It's a health issue. And on this podcast, I really wanted to talk about how you have to navigate your health in order to have um, any quality of business, because if you're not healthy, then you can't, you don't have the energy, you don't feel well, so you can't get out and network. You can't 
you know, get out and collaborate with other people or go to events or just put yourself out there the way you normally would. I mean, gosh, social media can even be difficult because if you don't feel good, you mentioned earlier that, you know, symptoms or like the manifestation of lupus for you sometimes feels like uh, the flu. Mm -hmm. And I've had the flu and I know I'm not trying to get on social media and do anything. (laughs) I want to lay in my bed wrapped in a blanket all day and be left alone. And so those types of things are important for us to talk about as entrepreneurs because for whatever reason, sometimes people don't even go to find out what's wrong. They just know they don't feel well, but they don't do anything about it. Or they know what's wrong and they still don't do anything about it. it. They ignore it. it. Um, Or they're working on it and they just need someone else to come alongside them or behind them and say, listen, we have an issue too. And this is sort of how we're handling it, growing our business. And so maybe you can take some tips. And that's what this podcast is. So I'm so excited to have you on it because, yeah, so I want to sort of... You know, just dive right in. I mentioned and touched on it a little bit about the importance of healthy living when you're an entrepreneur. But what are some things that you kind of want to mention from your journey that have helped you? Um, being open and honest about uh, my illness has really helped me as an entrepreneur. Because, uh, like right now, the clients that I do have, I do consulting work. Mm -hmm. So they know, okay, there's only so much that she can do. And I'm very upfront with my clients when I take them on that I can't make a full-time commitment to you. Mm -hmm. But, hey, here's my hourly fee. When you need me to do something, you let me know. I let you know, hey, I can do this or I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're very... um, upfront with me also like oh okay I'll let you know or okay I won't be able to take you on. Um you have to let if you have lupus, unlike other diseases, we wake up every day not knowing what it's Russian roulette. Yeah. Like I go to bed, I tell everybody I go to bed at night not knowing what's gonna happen. What Tomorrow. I'm gonna wake up to. Yeah. Um like when in the early stages of my um diagnosis, diagnosis I went to sleep not knowing if my lips, face and eyes were gonna be swollen. Oh, my goodness. So, like, and then there was one night where I stayed up all night, and so I was able to feel it. Oh. <laughs> so, willing. so, yeah, so I'm, I'm very upfront. You have to be very honest um, because I was pushed out of the corporate world mm. because of my illness. Mm. So I'm at the point now after three years that I'm like, okay, of course, you know, there are people who are your friends and they're in like HR and all that. And they're just like, well, just don't tell, you know, we're going to interview. But, then, tell but, but then when the when the manifestation happens, you, yes. it's like, you can't I'm get like, out of bed. And it's like, OK, you have not had the flu for two months. You yeah. know, it's kind of so. I mean, I may not be just, you know, someone with lupus, but it's a part of who I am. So I'm going to be very upfront. With, right. You know, the person that I'm working with. So, yeah, there's that. And then, you know, you want to make sure that you're taking your medicine. If you're someone who uses medicine, some people don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I respect the people who choose not to. I've met the people who choose not to. I'm not one of them. I respect science. Mm-hmm. And, um, two of my best friends are pharmacists. One of them are the ones who fills my prescription. Yeah. So when the doctor says, hey, you take this, they went to school for it. So I believe everything. Right, 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 me, right. I take all of my medicine. I think it's so important, too, from what you're saying to um, just tying it back into the whole, you know, PB and style, the personal branding aspect of everything. Because what I talk about is really knowing yourself and knowing your value. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, if you haven't figured yourself out, right, and you are diagnosed with something, 
you know, that's autoimmune disease. It takes some getting used to some some mindset shifting, all that type of thing. It's really important for you to know yourself enough to know what you're going to need. You know that you need to take medicine, for instance. Right. You know, probably that your support system is important. And mm-hmm. and like you said, in your business, you know yourself well enough to know that, hey, listen, guys, I would love to take on your job, but here are my limitations. Mm-hmm. Let me help you manage your expectations mm-hmm. when we're working together so yes. that you are clear on how this is going to go down. Exactly. But you have to know yourself in order to do that. That's not Absolutely. something that like you just wake up, you have a business, you get this some diagnosis 100%. and you trying to figure overnight. No, you got to do the work. And so I'm so glad you said that I am. So back to the lifestyle blog. So this is a, this is an opportunity for you and I We're two small business owners in the DFW area. And we have health issues that really do play a part in our businesses. Mm -hmm. And so from that standpoint, I want to talk a little bit about how you and I are um, handling our challenges with uh, diet and everything else. And so you have um, you have uh, utilized more of a plant based diet in the past to help you manage your lupus. And then for me, um, I haven't mentioned it yet, but I have a diabetic issue. I was um, with my last daughter. I had gestational diabetes and they told me I had a 50 percent chance to have like to develop diabetes moving forward. And at 45, I want to say I was diagnosed with um, diabetes. Right. My numbers, thank God, are low enough that it can be managed with diet and through trial and error. Yeah. Through trial and error, I discovered the keto diet and how it works. And so today on the podcast, we're going to talk about how your plant based diet (laughs) worked for you and how keto is working for me, because it's important for us. I think, and I said it at the top of the show, for us as entrepreneurs, to, it needs to be well-rounded. And that's where the whole idea of be the brand comes from for me. It, as a business owner, we can't separate the two. I can't have a husband, three children, a dog, and a guinea pig and think that somehow that is not going to affect <laughs> the way I do business, right? And sometimes my attitude is just going to be stank because my is. kids have gotten on my nerves. My husband's gotten on my nerves. But I have to know how to navigate that. And so that's why it's important for us to look at ourselves as a whole, mind, body, spirit, all of it, to be a successful entrepreneur. So let's start off with you and your um, plant-based diet. Tell us why you went to that and a little bit about that. You know, being, being a lifestyle blogger and uh, a micro-influencer, sometimes you see things on social media. You're like, you know, I'm going to just give it a try. Uh, one of my best friends is also the one who pushed me to do the uh, the blog. The blog. She's very much so into fitness and uh, healthy living. And she's done plant-based dieting um, on and off, like, since I've met her. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, you know, how, her, like, her attitude change when she's there. Like, she's so much happier. Like, it's weird. Like, she's so much happier <laughs> when she's on this plant-based diet. And then, like, I saw that, I kept seeing Meatless March, you know. And then I saw how, like, Beyonce was talking about being um, vegan and all that. I couldn't go that far. That was just too much work. <laughs> and so I was like, Meatless March, I'll give it a try. And then um, another guy who's on social media, he's um, he's another influencer out here in Dallas, more in Dallas. He mentioned it. 
doing it. And I wrote him and I was like, oh, okay, you're doing it. I need a support system. I'm going to give it a try. And he started a whole group um, on, uh, I think it was like group me or something. He started a whole group. It was about 40 of us. And so we did Meatless March. And like on day one, I was like, what am I doing? What am I getting myself into? I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. Because I mean, a big part of of my lupus, that my rheumatologist, my gynecologist, my primary care doctor, they're all worried, you know, like, okay, well, it may be easier for you to manage your symptoms and everything if you would drop some weight. So I've been trying to manage my weight now for like 10 years. This is nothing new. So I was like, okay, if this works for me, I can keep it going. So we got through day one. Day one. <laughs> I got all the way through day seven. Once I hit that day seven, I get in that group me. I'm like, y'all, I made it a week. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> when I got through that whole month, I mean, I felt I felt so and my goal was to not have a salad. Mm. I was like, I'm doing this and I'm not going to have it. I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna be boring. I'm not gonna go have a salad. There's so much out there. Yes. Because I wanted my followers to know, like, hey, there's so many options out here. Yes. Like you don't have to be like, okay, oh my god, all these vegans and these meat this that's all they do is just have salad. I was like, No, these people are out here eating good. Yes, ma'am. So I'm sitting up here. I can attest to that. <laughs> Can I get a boom shakalaka? Because I'm like, man, (laughs) these people are eating so good. There are so many good vegan spots in DFW that you can just go and hit up. And I mean, the food is so good. And I love veggie burgers. Like, that's like my favorite, one of my favorite foods are veggie burgers. So, like, I'm going and eating those like once a week. I'm discovering like the new, like other veggie, vegan spots that people knew about. I'm going and I'm taking pictures and I'm showing those off. So, this is fantastic for the blog because you're trying new things. So, now not only are you a lifestyle blogger, but you're a foodie. Yes. So, I'm like taking pictures (laughs) because people love asking me, like, where do you go to eat and all this other stuff? So, I'm showing people all of this. You know, my doctors are loving it because I'm eating better. So, I mean, I, I had more energy. My fatigue was was gone. I will say it wasn't as bad as it usually was, but it wasn't. It, it, it didn't make a big difference. And of course, I was only doing it for a month, so it wasn't like it was going to make that big of a difference. But I will say that I was proud of myself, and it didn't make me feel good mentally um, and emotionally because it was like I didn't think. I mean, I never thought that I would be able to really do that. I mean, I've given up like beef and pork, but I gave up beef. For a whole year before, and I was like, "Well, that was different. You know, I didn't really eat beef that much. I can go off of just hmm. chicken, and <laughs> you can give up beef. <laughs> I could give it up because sometimes I just crave a really good steak. Though. Me too. Oh my god, that's so the issue it's now. Like, I don't need a hamburger or like yes. a roast. Yes. Was so good. Kind of hard. Okay, so we got to get back on tab yes. because okay. now I'm already hungry. So, <laughs> but yeah, so it's like. Um, I do say I'm going to go back to it maybe in August, and I'm going to just you know stick with it because I've already been you know, saving recipes. And the the big thing about it is just don't think that you can't do it. You don't think that it was it's going to be expensive. I mean, I mean it's hard to be really expensive when you're just eating plants. <laughs> Depends on where you go and <laughs> if you're eating out. Yeah, I mean, if you're eating out, it is going to add up, but. If you're constantly going out, it can be expensive. But the food itself, like if you're preparing it, you're it doesn't have to be an expensive diet. Yeah, it doesn't diet. have to be expensive. I mean, especially if you meal prep. Yeah. If you meal prep, it's not going to be expensive. But I mean, it's going to taste so good when you're, you know, discovering these new diet. I mean, these new dishes. Mm-hmm. You're, like you're really, really, really going to enjoy it. It's like trust me, it doesn't have to be sad. Like if you do like I did, and just promise yourself 
you're not going to have a salad. Get through those first 30 days. You know, there's Pinterest, there's Instagram, there's YouTube. And there's so many people just in DFW, period, that you can find and meet up with. Um, I'm sure in any city, that's just like, even 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 if you travel for work, yes. any city, it's so easy. Just look on Yelp and find like the Vegan spot spots. that works that works for your diet yeah i mean like it's so good oh i mean i really enjoy it. like I'm, okay guys we're in studio together i wish you could see her face all excited I'm like, about look, the I'm different thinking foods back, you, the pictures are still in my phone like i'm thinking back the food was just yeah. so i mean there's no so there's variety too yes. it's not just you know vegetables like American style, yeah. but I think almost every culture has some sort of a vegan option or a vegetarian anything. option. I had nothing. The, I had nothing the same. That's awesome. That month. That's awesome. So that was her. Your plant base. So one thing that I think I want people to recognize in what what you were saying is that um, it's not just salads. So when she's saying salad. plant based, guys, she's not saying I'm just eating salad. What yeah. she's saying is she minimized her meat. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't go vegan, so did you at some time have like a little fish? Little... No. So you just did. You did do basically. I did. Do, um, but yeah. All plant based, but you weren't like specific to. It can't have like egg in it. Or... Yeah, like I would eat eggs. Yes. Like yeah, I would, yeah, I would eat eggs. I would eat cheese. Yeah. Vegan I, nachos. What I'll say is this: you have to. I have to be very careful because, as I mentioned earlier, I am. Um doing the keto diet. And so with the keto diet, my main thing, now I also need to lose some weight. So whatever. I heard keto is expensive. It is so not. So that's what keeps me from it. So let's, let's keto is not expensive. So like I said, I was looking for something. I had a sugar addiction and I kept telling my husband, I have this, there's something really wrong. And I ended up going to a homeopathic doctor, Dr. Ganino in Rockwall, Texas, for any of you who need one. And he told me I had candida in my blood. What is that? And candida is yeast, right? So yeast, you should have a fair amount of yeast in, in various parts of your body, but not in your blood. And he showed it to me. And so he put me on this candida diet to kill the yeast, right? And so the candida diet now, for all of you who do not know, this is a diet for like a champion because it's hard. I mean, it's no carbs. It's no dairy. It's no anything, nothing acidic. It's nothing. It was really hard. And he wanted me to do it for eight weeks. So I did it. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. And I used to work out regularly, but not vigorously. So it's like, okay, regularly, but not vigorously, vigorously. And so I decided I'm not going to work out while I'm doing this. I'm going to see. Guys, I did not work out for eight weeks. I did this candida diet like religiously because I was serious. I wanted to get like figure out what this was about. I lost 12 pounds. I did not. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it because I did not work out once. And what that said to me was two things. One, diet is. I mean, uh, exercise is important, but diet is key. Yeah. And then two, diet and gut health is healing. And oh, yeah. I say that because in the process of doing this candida diet, I did not realize I felt so bad, and I equated to. Um, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a family where we had a big Sunday dinner. Did you? Uh, 
And so uh, as a kid, if you had to wash the dishes from Sunday dinner, you were not pleased. But at the end of that dishwashing session, after all of those dishes, you had this nasty, muddy looking dishwater, right? I equate the way I felt and didn't know it to that muddy dishwater. And after I did that candida diet on that, like after the eight weeks, I felt like the sink looked after you cleaned it out, Cloroxed it down and it was sparkling. I felt so good. So the reason I even mentioned that is because if you are someone who um, is afraid to take that first step in any diet that is telling you that it's going to clean you out for gut health reasons or whatever, don't be afraid of it because it's going to be hard. So just get that in your mind. But I promise you, if you can do it for the period of time that you give yourself, I say at least two weeks, but if you give yourself at least two weeks, you will feel so much better. And when you compare how you feel after the diet to how you felt before the diet, you may not go back to it as strictly as you did before, but you will chase that feeling for the rest Mm. of your life. Because I'm telling you, that feeling, I have never felt so good. Nothing was hurting. I had more energy than I knew what to do with. I mean, it was on and popping over here in the Patrick body. It was. And so um, so from that, I got to a point where I kind of backslid a little bit. But then it became an issue of this diabetes that I'm talking about. And when I looked at what I had done in my past, like when I had gestational diabetes with my youngest daughter, it was a diet issue. So when I started having these issues with like, I can't lose weight, I can't figure this out. And you add that to Dr. Ganino's and the Candido diet and like just changing my idea about gut health and, and how I eat and what I eat and how it works in my body and how my body um, metabolizes food and things like that. It became clear that my issue wasn't that I wouldn't work out because that was never my issue. I used to run three to five miles. I did Zumba. I did yoga. I've done it all and could not lose weight. And it made me so mad. So if you were listening to this and you are struggling with your weight and you are running and Zumba and yoga and walking and elliptical and dancing your butt off and you don't see any change, change your diet. Take on look at something that's going to help you adjust your gut health, because once I did that. I started on this keto diet and initially it was hard. It wasn't expensive. It was just hard because I thought it had to be salads and meat or vegetables and meat. And that's all it could ever be. And then I was doing it wrong because you're only supposed to have 20 to 25 carbs a day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that because with the gestational diabetes diet, it was 19 grams of carbs per meal. So I was getting them confused. But once I figured it out, my blood sugar has been consistently low and I'm so excited to go to the doctor for my three-month checkup so she can see but I mean that is how it regulated in my body and now I have more energy I found out that my vitamin d levels were low I started taking a vitamin d supplement and now I have tons of energy and the reason that I want to talk about this with you today Takora is because we both have health challenges And we have both found that diet Mm -hmm. is key to us managing the health challenge. Mm -hmm. And the reason that's important is because as an entrepreneur, we need our health, Health. especially when you're a solopreneur like we are. I don't have a team. Not like that. I mean, I have team, but she is my sister. (laughs) My team. I have, you know, I have people. (laughs) Shout out NYC team. Um, (laughs) I have people, 
um, that help me with my business. But I, but for the most part, I'm doing it all myself, yeah, and I have much. a nonprofit. And so, if I'm sick yeah. and stuff doesn't get done, then my my business doesn't grow. And so, it's really important for us to share our stories as entrepreneurs, our health challenges, how we're working on them, and so that we can help people. You know, you listening, um, do a better job and take it a little bit more seriously. So. Tell us what advice would you give? I want to, um, we're going to, so for, if you are listening to this podcast, I want you to know that we are going to also do a video okay. and we're going to talk about some of our favorite products and tips that we've um, sort of gravitated towards to help us on our little journeys here. And so if, if either a plant-based diet is something that you're interested in or you've thought about doing keto, um, make sure that you check out that. It's coming. So um, if you're not on my mailing list, it's a good time to get on it. There is going to be a link below that you can register to receive one of my little goodies. And um, I will make sure that you get the video in your inbox shortly after we do it. But for now, what advice would you give to those listening about um, just managing lupus, managing the diet? Um, for managing uh, lupus, because everybody's uh, it's different. I'm it's sure different. everybody's different. Um, find what works for you, but most importantly, don't overdo it. I I tend to overdo it, and then um, so it's really important that you listen to your body. Um, nothing comes before your health. No amount of money is more important than your health because you can go. Follow your your doctor's advice, like whatever they tell you to do, just just do it. Um, don't be that hard headed patient who goes against the grain and, and does exactly the opposite of what your doctor is advising because you chose to Google or YouTube some old remedies or rituals or things. But your grandma said. <laughs> yeah, it's like just don't 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 do that. Please. <laughs> Do not do that. And and um, we've discussed the plant based diet and keto and all that. But do if you do decide to do one of those diets or any other diet, please discuss those with your physician before absolutely. You do it. Yeah, you may have just found out you have this one issue, but you mm-hmm. may have had pre existing issues that you exactly. already knew about, or something else might have lingered that you didn't know mm-hmm. that pops up. So you do have to be very careful about that. You have to be careful. For me, I would say um, when it comes to keto, one of the things that really helped me was I used, I did use social media, but not to diagnose or to come up with the remedy. But when it comes to food, we talked about like it could, people think it's expensive or for me, I thought I had to just eat meat and salad or greens and salad. But when I went on Instagram, guys, just hashtag keto diet or hashtag keto recipes. And boy, oh boy, will you be pleasantly surprised with some dishes. And I also recommend getting an Instapot because that is the bomb. I love it. My whole family loves it. But anyway, it's so good. It makes food so fast and you get quality food very quickly. Um, The other thing is, like you mentioned, just don't look at anybody else's journey. My keto journey is not going to look like your keto journey. Chakora's 
uh, plant-based diet and juicing is not going to look like your plant-based diet and juicing. And don't judge because just because you have success in one area, like I get a little frustrated because, you know, I've been on keto for some time. I haven't done it right every, all, the whole time. I'm just really getting better at doing it right and getting consistent results. But before that, you know, somebody might look at me and say, mm, she's, uh, she claims she's doing that. She shouldn't look like that. You know, I mean, People say that, you know, don't do that because you don't know that person's journey. You don't know what medications they're on that could be causing other issues and things like that. So my advice is don't compare yourself to anybody else and then don't judge other people based on your idea of what it should look like going on this journey or whatever. And then I also say, you know, forgive yourself. That's the big thing because you're going to mess up. You're going to slip up. You're going to, you know, stumble. And that's okay. We all do it. And um, you have to give yourself a little grace in that area because when you have a mindset shift in anything, you know, especially when you've been doing something else for a long time, I always tell people I am older and I ate good for the first half or more of my life. So you trying to change that, it's hard. It's difficult because my mama was a good cook and I don't do too badly myself. <laughs> and so, you know, you have to just forgive yourself. Give yourself a little bit of grace. Well, Mr. Cora, I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for having me. I am so excited about our future ventures, guys. Yes. We are doing a really cool collaboration at some point, but yes. This, yes. this one is the first one. And like I said, we're also going to be doing a video where we're going to talk about some of our favorite products and maybe even give a little bit of a few more tips on yes. our, our different um, uh, food journeys and uh, health journeys. And so I'll make sure if you're a part of the PB and Style and Be the Brand community that you get that video. Otherwise, just kind of got to look out for it. Mm. So you don't want to be that guy. Don't be that. Don't, don't be do that. that. Just go ahead and get it in your inbox like everybody else. Stop playing. Don't play, right? Okay, so until next time, guys, thank you so much for joining me here on PB and Style. Thank you, Mr. Corbin, for being on the show. You're and welcome. do not forget, guys, PB and Style is the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you build your brand. Talk to you next week. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks and we'll see you next time.